Come on, somebody. You guys ready? Amen, amen, amen. It is uh, great to be here. Great to see so many uh, in the house, in person, in te today. And uh, if you're wondering why I have a golf club, it's because I have made a special golf ball called 2020. And <laughs> I'm fixing to knock it out the park, baby. Woo! No, actually, it's from an illustration. I'm going to show you here in a little bit. But uh, I just want to wish everybody a happy new year uh, personally and uh, pray that this year is better uh, than last year, of course. Now, some of us had a great year in 2020. Uh, maybe your business or whatever just boomed because of COVID. Uh, and don't feel shameful for that because other people struggle. But just walk in it and uh, thank God for it. Amen. Uh, I know some people right now, I've, I know the, the COVID numbers are, are huge in Riverside County and California. California is like 25% of the whole United States uh, positive test rate right now. And, uh, and we know that uh, there have been pe some people, uh, personally, uh, we had uh, a gentleman by the name of Andy Coronado who played on our softball team for the church and was a part of our church uh, a few years ago. And uh, he passed away this last week uh, from COVID. And, uh, and so we, we, are, we don't necessarily want to be reminded of those things as we're all moving forward. We know the statistics, 99% point whatever is fine, but there are the one percents, the half percents. And so I just want to uh, uh, just pray for people that are struggling. You know, we say, hey, 2021 is a new year. Well, some people in 2020 in December struggled difficultly. And they lost family members, and uh, they're challenged even right now. There might be a loved one in the hospital. So if you just agree with me for things to turn in the other direction and just believe God with me for 2021 to bring about a change in our lives and in people's lives, amen. So, Father, we just pray for all those who are challenged right now, dealing with possibly, Father God, a loved one in the hospital. Father God, those maybe who have lost a loved one in the past month or two, Father God, or even last year, Father God, because of or a part of COVID-19. Father, we just uh, curse this foul thing that came from the pits of hell, Father God. We thank you that, Father God, you're not the one, but the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so, God, we thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace upon the world in Jesus' name. We thank you that people are reaching out to you in faith and they're seeking you during this time and not science or the government in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, we thank you that our attention is upon heaven. We pray for peace and comfort to come to those who have maybe lost a loved one in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you want to open your Bibles with me, you can. Open it anywhere. Something will pop out. Just watch, just see what happens, all right? Uh, but actually, Matthew chapter 6, you can go there. But before we get into it, I just want to uh, just encourage us really just for a second. Uh, we're starting a new series next week. I want to uh, just uh, prompt you for this. Uh, and the series is going to be called Test Positive. And yes, there's a play on words. Uh, we're not going to be talking about COVID. You've heard enough about that. But uh, from God's word, test positive. Amen. And just believing God uh, that I test positive in my life. And so there's a lot of things that can cause us to be negative. But we, in this moment, in this time, we need to be looking to Jesus and testing positive in our faith. Amen. So just a little teaser there, a little teaser starting next week. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, so we, we need to be testing positive. Amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, just because the calendar changes, I want to encourage you with this, sort of. Just because the calendar changes, nothing actually changes. Unless you decide to change it. 
We maybe put a one instead of a zero at the end of the year. We maybe switch from December to January. And it may feel like a fresh new season, new year, and you make those new goals. But you know what? That happens every month. We go from June to July and from an August to a September. There's a month change. There's a date change every day. And you don't have to wait a whole year for a new day or a new season or a new start. Every day is a new day with God. And even though the calendar changed and we're in a new year, we have to decide to make changes or the year will be the same. Amen? So new year, fresh start, and a realignment. Amen? Now, for some of us, the year started out really, really good because if you were like me and Pastor Jennifer, suddenly there was $1,200 that appeared in our bank account. And I'm like, did they do that strategically so on January 1, I would, like, know how to pay for Christmas? Did they do that strategically so that in my taxes it would be next year and not 2020? Or what was the strategy behind that? But I, I just want you to understand that it is an encouragement. And if you haven't got it yet, just keep looking. It's coming. And then I'm also encouraged, I'm also encouraged because I know the faithfulness of the people of Generations Church that our financial records should be hitting the church center hap with a lot of $60 and $120 ties coming this week. Come on, somebody. So I'm like, hey, I don't know if people are giving, but they got blessed, so I pray that they believe God and tithe to him what is his. Amen? And then I was like, well, today's Movement Maker Sunday, maybe people... We'll just go, I don't really need this. I already got one back in April or May, so maybe we'll just bless God's house with the whole thing. Yeah, I felt the vibes on that. Uh, I got to pay for my new TV. Uh, what do you mean, Pastor Troy? Praise the Lord. I know you want movement in your own family and life, but we're trying to change the world. So I thank God for those of you who give your $600 to the church to help us do that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You know I'm just kidding, right? Not really. Okay, so praise the Lord. Um, I just felt like, as I was preparing for today, um, there were a lot of pastors that had a new series starting called Forward. Well, that's good. We need to move forward, right? That's good. There were a lot of pastors, 2021, well, 21's the year that you've officially become an adult and you can drink alcohol and you can do all the different things. 21, so it's a year of maturity. Got to mature in the things of God. Man, I, I was like, ah, I can preach that. That's good. That's good. That's good. But I just felt like... Um, that we needed to get some things in alignment. That a lot of things in 2020 got all over the map. All kinds of undisciplined things. All kinds of just wayward things. And sometimes maybe financial things or, or health things or habits uh, got off course or reintroduced themselves to our lives that once was a bad habit and we got back on that bad habit and we need to come back into alignment of God's plan and purpose for our lives. Has anybody ever rode in an airplane? How many are thankful that the pilot aligns the airplane with the dots on the road or runway and the lights? Because how many of you know it's not good if he pulls, you know, when they make that last turn, you see the other plane take off, and he, he makes that turn, and if all of a sudden he's like here, and you can see the runway that way, you're like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And he starts taking off. You're like, you're out of alignment. We're going to crash. 
more so thankful for the pilot that turns the nose of that airplane and lines it right down that runway. Amen? And then, and then uh, of course, most of us know this. Maybe not everybody knows this, but your car needs to be in proper what? Alignment. Or you let go of the steering wheel and it goes over into the other lane, right? And so it's not in alignment or you have a low front tire. So you got to get that puppy in alignment and make sure that the car is in alignment so that your tires wear evenly. Because if a tire is out of alignment, that tire will wear uneven and all of a sudden you'll replace a tire way faster than you need to simply because you were not in alignment. And some of us may have to pay some bills or do some things with our health just because we didn't get things back into alignment. And when you have an alignment, there needs to be an adjustment. Think about a, a chiropractor, right? You go to the chiropractor and they want to get you into Nobody knows you don't go to the chiropractor, but uh, maybe those of you online watching today, uh, you go and you get you into alignment. In other words, sometimes our spines are like this or, or we're like this if we're looking from the side angle or, or things. Are, or some people come walking into the chiropractor like this and you're like, what's wrong? I don't know. You're out of alignment, right? And so they go and they pop you and then they take your neck and they twist it off and then they put it back on. And it's like, whoa, if you've never been to the chiropractor, don't go. But... Um, you got to get that puppy into alignment. And if you're in alignment, then your body functions like it's supposed to. Some of us in the body of Christ need to come into alignment so that the body functions like it's supposed to. Amen? Now, my greatest illustration that I have that inspired me this morning as I was unloading my golf clubs out of my trunk so that I could bring these beautiful balloons that are positioned behind me. That did not fit with my golf clubs. And I grabbed this golf club. This happens to be a seven iron. I was like, wow. Whenever you go play golf, you will see guys. And sometimes when I go play with some of the church guys, I will say, hey, you're, you're aiming over here. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And I go, no, no, you're, you're aiming over here. And the problem is, is when they go to address the golf ball, if you don't know anything about golf, uh, this is my time. Um, when you go to address the golf ball, what your eyes see are definitely different most of the time than what the club is aimed at. And your shoulder and your feet are aimed at. So when you see people, sometimes they think they're in alignment, but they're actually aiming way over here. And matter of fact, Pastor Jennifer and I were just in Phoenix for a couple days with my dad and mom. And, and uh, I, I went and played golf, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And uh, it's because I got the stimulus check so I could afford to, but no, just kidding. <laughs> and I went and played, and there was these three college guys from Minnesota that were down in Arizona, of course, because it's cold. And they were playing, and this guy, I, I stood behind him, and he, when he lined up, the club face, I don't know if you can see this on camera, but the club face was totally faced over here. Even though he was in alignment, he was like this. I said, hey, I just want to help you out because he was terrible, right? Um, I want to help you out a little bit. I don't know if you know this or not, but your club face is out of alignment. When you, when you set up to the ball, you're already aiming 30 yards left. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know because when I swing, so he had a solution for it. When I swing, I go like this. And so it comes back into alignment. And so at that point, I was like, Okay, great. Just keep taking out the woods over there and the trees and stuff like that. So, you know, and, and so you have to, even they have a drill when you go to a golf course, you say you're supposed to put the golf club down 
line your feet up with your target, stand behind it to make sure you're in alignment, and then you can address the ball knowing confidently that you're in alignment to go in the right direction. So when you hit the ball, the ball's going where your aims. Some of us need to come into alignment so that when we hit 2021, we go in the direction that we've aimed. But if we don't align things correctly, we can swing all we want and we'll constantly be going left of our target unless we get in proper alignment. So I want to talk to you about a few things that we can align in 2021 to make sure we hit our target. Amen? Praise the Lord. All right. Put this down here. Don't hit anybody with it, Pastor Kirk. Praise the Lord. So are you at your scripture? Now the first part of this, you're going to be like, oh man, I didn't want to hear about that. Trust me, none of us want to hear about what I'm about to tell you today. But it's because we want to get in proper alignment that sometimes you have to do things differently than you've done them if you want change in your life. Amen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor Kurt. Keep encouraging me, and I'll just believe everybody else is in agreement with you. All right. So, Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. I'm reading it in the New Living Translation, and it says this. If you're online, put a thumbs-up emoji, and it says, And when you fast, don't make it obvious, as the hypocrites do. For they try to look miserable and and whatever that is, so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, use sanitizer. Oh, no, it doesn't say that, sorry. Then, <laughs> then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father, who knows that you do it in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. Now, I want to just say something about this because a lot of people say, well, you don't have to fast food. Well, according to this scripture, there must be a physical appearance change that takes place or he wouldn't be saying this. In other words, you must look differently. In other words, comb your hair. Don't look like you've been fasting because physically it should look different on your physical body, which means fasting TV does not change the physical body. The point of fasting is food. And so, well, I'm just going to fast soda. Well, that's a start. That will change you physically. Amen. But you should fast that stuff anyway. All right. So it says your body or your countenance will change when you fast. So I want to share with you today that next Sunday we won't start, but the following Monday, January 11th through the 31st, normally we would start tomorrow, but we gave you guys a week off, all right? So we're going to do our 21 days of fasting and prayer, and I just wanted to give in some instructions today for everybody here, because we're going to start our new series next Sunday, and for those of you watching online who have never done this and are like, I don't even know what this is all about, let me tell you something, I didn't haven't really been educated, taught about fasting. Even when I was in Bible school, they didn't have us do this type of thing. When I was on staff at my former church, we didn't really ever do this type of thing. It wasn't until just a few years ago that we came across this and we began to do the, what they call the Daniel fast. And we tried it that first year, and man, it was life-changing, and it was church-changing. There were so many people in our church that said, we have never done that, and that was so refreshing, that changed my life. God said this to me, and God showed me this, and we had no idea that it would do that for us. 
Well, can I just tell you that year after year, we've continued to do that, and we've continued to have testimonies of, of what, Dan, what the fast does. Now, Daniel fast is specifically fruits and vegetables only for 21 days because that's from the book of Daniel where he did that. And the Bible says that he looked better, he was sharper, he was, he was wiser than all the others. And uh, because he deprived himself from the king's delicacies. So he only ate fruits and vegetables. Now, some of us say, well, that's, that's a good thing to start. But, but I, I just want to encourage us that as we start 2021, I would say there's no greater year and greater time than to get in a new alignment or a reset in life than 2021. Because we've been all over the map in 2020, right? And so I just want to encourage you that we're going to do this fast. Now, you can say, well, I, I just, uh, I, I don't know, when, when you know, it, it doesn't matter. If, the question is not, should I fast? That's not the question. The question is, when? Because the Bible gives reference, including the one we just read in Matthew, that it's almost a, um, an assumption or a, an obvious decision that people are going to fast and pray, and he's giving us instruction on how we fast. When, when we fast, this is how we should do it. Don't, don't do, look like the hypocrites. Comb your hair. Right? Wash your hands. Uh, do, it, do it the right way. In other words, there's an assumption in Jesus talking to us that, it, that we do this because we're followers of him, and he set the model of fasting. Now, praise the Lord, you know, we, we thought we'd have mercy on the church, and we wouldn't go 40 days like Jesus did. we just cut it in half. Let's just go 21 days since it's 2021. Amen? I just made that up. All right. So, prayer, prayer connects us to God. Now, I just want to say this. I know there's a lot of people who have been raised maybe Catholic like me or different things, and you would go to Mass, and then if you had to give your confession, you would go to the confessional with the priest or the father, and, and uh, you would confess your sins to them, and then they would take it to God and, and cleanse you when you were good. Can I just tell you, that ain't really how it works. You, out of your own heart, cleanse yourself when you repent of things to God. God restores, and God uh, redeems. Amen? And so we need to understand that. So when we pray, it connects us to God. You don't have to go through a pastor or a priest or some spiritual person to connect to God. You can connect to God yourself. He actually made us for relationship with Him. And I know a lot of people, because of our religious upbringings, we think we got to go through a spiritual person for them to connect to God to tell us that we're okay. Let me tell you this right now, in 2021, 2020, 2021, you're okay. You're okay. God says you're okay. You got sin in your life. Yeah, okay, we all do. Just repent of it. And God says you're forgiven. Amen? You're forgiven. So start 2021, man. Ask God to forgive you of sins and just get that out of the way right off the, right off the start and just start moving forward knowing that you are cleansed in Christ Jesus, that he paid the price through his blood for every sin in your life that you have done and will do. And then fasting, here's the thing about prayer. Prayer connects us to God, but here's, here's the part we don't really like. Fasting disconnects us from the world and comforts. Specifically, comfort foods, pizza, bread, all the things we like, sugar. Did I just say that? Okay. It disconnects us from the world. So it causes your body to be not in control because you know it always gets what it wants. 
So you discomfort your body and you fast to disconnect from the world, but then you pray to come in alignment with God's plan and purpose for your life. That is the, why am I telling you all this? Because I didn't know all this. And I know that there are people watching online and here live with us that you don't any really understand. What's the deal with this fasting and prayer? I've never heard of that. I've never done that. Even in the health world, they'll tell you to intermittent fast. What do they mean? It means don't eat anything after 8 p.m. and don't eat again until 12 the next day. Go 16 hours without putting anything in your body. That's intermittent fasting. And what do they say? Oh, it'll help you lose weight. Let me tell you something. Just fast, you'll lose weight. Forget the intermittent thing, all right? So that's the whole point of, of fasting. And, and let me say this. The point of fasting isn't so you lose weight, although that's a side benefit, especially for those of us who have gained the, the, the COVID-19. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hey, so did you. So, so I, except for Pastor Jay and Angela, they, they made a resolution or a goal last year and they stuck to it. I'm very proud of them. They did awesome. So, so I have some feelings about this. And they're the same as yours. I like to eat food too. Pastor Troy, you just don't understand. No, I do. I totally understand. I love cookies. And for 21 days, I can't have one. Not even one. I like popcorn. I understand. But Pastor Troy, I just got to have my burgers and fries. No, you don't. Your body controls you. That's why you have to fast to tell it, I'm in charge. My spirit man is in charge. My flesh is not in control. Amen. If it was helpful for Jesus, it is going to help you. If Jesus did it, I want to be like Jesus. Okay, then fast. But he's going to take it easy on you, or at least we are. We're not going to say water only for 40 days. That makes some of you really nervous right there, right? Woo, come on, somebody. All right, 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 17 in the message translation. It will be on the bottom of your screen. It says, don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world squeezes out love for the Father. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important, has nothing to do with the Father. I just, it just isolates you from Him. The world and all its wanting, wanting, wanting is on the way out. But whoever does what God wants is set for eternity. It's amazing, right? And so it's important to understand that it's about getting things in alignment. And I, 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 uh, I, I'm going to complain to Jesus when I get to heaven. I am. Jesus, why did you call it fasting? Because this thing does not go fast. I'm telling you. Jesus, you should have called it suffering 21 days. Because this is what we do for 21 days. It does not go fast. It is not a fast thing. It is a slow thing that takes place. But you get into alignment with God. So four things real quick because I only got six minutes and 37 seconds left. And I'm only a quarter way through my notes. Praise the Lord. Fasting fosters alignment with God. Now remember the theme and the talk of the message. Go back to the golf club. Because everybody got fo focused on fasting and prayer. Go back to the golf club. If we're going to come into alignment and hit the ball the correct direction, we've got to align ourselves. And most of us, spiritually and physically, fasting and prayer does both. 
and gets us hitting the ball or getting our car tires in alignment or the plane on the proper runway or our spine lined up, all of those things come into alignment causes better results. Say, oh, I just don't know if I can do it. You can do it. How do I know? Because I said the same thing. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. And your flesh will whine and your flesh will cry. And grown men will weep with tears over the buffet that they no longer can eat. But if there's a greater season than ever in 2021 to fast and pray, it's this year. Why? Because all the restaurants are closed anyway. So when you Grubhub or when you Uber Eats or when you DoorDash, just have them bring you vegetables. This is the greatest year to fast and pray because the restaurants are closed. You have to... You have to go send, and you know that that burrito with extra cheese and stuff, you can't send it and order it. Praise the Lord. Lord help you is right. So number one, it changes your posture. That was Pastor Sergio who said, Lord help me, as he's eating tacos over here on the front row. No, just kidding, just kidding. It changes your posture. Look what it says in Ezra. I already got it. If you don't have it, they'll have it on the screen or on the screen beneath. I proclaim a fast so that we might humble. Look at that. Humble ourselves before our God and ask him for a safe journey for us and our children with all our possessions. They fasted before they traveled as a family, asking God to keep them safe, keep the family safe, and that their journey would be safe. Well, our journey is 2021. So, God, we come into alignment in fasting and prayer, and we're believing you that our family is safe, our health is safe, and our journey through 2021 will be safe. And we're going to hit it out of the park. It's your posture. Some of us need to change our posture to this. I don't know if the cameras caught that or not, but getting on our knees and praying, our posture needs to change in order for our alignment and for 2021 to change. Remember I said 2021 is just a calendar number unless you decide to change it. Amen. Number two, it changes your resolve. It changes your resolve. What do you mean, Pastor Troy? Look what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. You can write that down. It says in the New Living Translation, it says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be, might be disqualified. Now, this is talking about don't let your flesh just do whatever it wants because people are watching you. People are judging you. Don't judge me. They're judging you. You can say don't judge me because that's just a cop-out way of saying I, was, I just want to get away with this. Did I just say that? I said that, huh, Nico? Whew. All right, all right. I just said that. I apologize. Didn't mean to offend anybody, but sort of. All right. But we get our, you know, you don't find any Olympic athletes training. Actually, the Olympics are going to be this year, right, in Japan, 2021. So they're training. They don't put anything. They don't put Twinkies down their throat. You got a, you got a supreme a decathlon athlete. You got a high jump athlete. You got a sprint athlete. You got whatever kind of athletes uh bodybuilders, whatever they do in the, in the Olympics, all the different events, the gymnastics and all the different stuff, they do not put any kind of garbage down their mouth. And they physically bring their body into subjection to the, to the shape that they need it to be, 
If they need to increase their legs to do squats, if they need to throw something, they work on their shoulders or their muscles. They develop themselves to be the best so that they can win. And we, do too, need to bring our, my wife's laughing. Are you laughing at what I just said? You're ready to go? You're done? You're done with this message? All right, praise the Lord. <laughs> Everybody, let's pray for Pastor Jennifer. All right. Whew. I discipline my body like an athlete. Now, some of you might be saying, I'm creative. I've never been an athlete. I don't run. I can't run. So I'm, <laughs> I'm off on that one. No, no, no. You can still discipline yourself. Discipline is the key. Discipline is the key. And we're talking about health, right? Well, maybe some of us, maybe our alcoholic consumption in 2020 got a little out of hand because you had nothing else to do. Sit in the backyard and just pound it, right? So maybe we need to get ourselves back into alignment properly. Maybe we fell back into some of the things we did when we were in our 20s. I'm just suggesting this. I'm sure no one at Generations Church is like this, but you can forward or share this message to someone you think needs to hear this. All right? And so, you know, maybe, maybe our alcohol has gotten a little out of line. We need to get, the, get that in. Maybe, maybe we picked up smoking again. Like we cut that habit. We got rid of that habit, but then all of a sudden, 2020 is like, give me a cigarette. Did I even hold it right? I don't even know how to hold it. How do you do that? Is that like that? Is that how you do it? How do you do it? Pipe. I don't even know how. Maybe, maybe it's drugs. Maybe 2020 stressed you out so much you went back to doing some things you used to do a long time ago and you're like, uh, whatever. Because it was just so stressful and discouraging and depressing. For some, it took them back into those things that maybe they once got rid of and now it came back because it's like, I'm bored. Might as well light one up. Is that the proper terminology, light one up? I don't know. Maybe it was eating. Donuts. Cookies. Baked goods. Woo. Pies. Amen. Amen. Maybe it was just out of control because we've been in our house. Staying home. Now, I know that most people haven't been. The freeways are still packed. I'm like, no one's listening anymore. All right? Back in May, March and April, remember, there was no one on the freeways. You could, like, get to L.A. in, like, 30 minutes. It was like, wow! But then it's like we're supposed to be on complete lockdown right now, and there's, the freeways are packed. No one's listening. And so eating, because we're at home more, we're staying home more, we're like, oh, what's in the cupboard? Oh, cheese it's all right. Oh. Box of cereal. Whoa. This is my cereal bowl. <laughs> and you just, you know, come on. You, you, you pound the food, man, the carbs. Woo! You're like, I know I started 2020 with a diet, but forget it. COVID killed my diet. So you blame it on COVID. Due to COVID. Everything's due to COVID. Well, you know what? It's 2021, and if we're going to get things back into alignment, then prayer and fasting is a good way to start. With our decision making and our processes that we do. Amen. Whoo, I'm out of time. i got to keep going. And then the last one, and I, you, you, be thankful that I put this on the last of the list because we're talking about, you know, uh, really our resolve and getting things back into alignment is, is with our fitness. The gyms have been closed. So that was our excuse too. Well, the gyms are closed, so I can't work out. Got all flabby. Everything's falling all over the place. You suck things in when you put on your clothes. <laughs> Button it up really good. 
Maybe that's just me. Nobody else is like that. I, you know. I mean, you got the furniture disease, right? Chest fell to your drawers. It's like, whoa, not a good year. But you, you get back into the gym, start, start running. Rob's laughing at that one. Number three is your focus, which could go with that one as well. But focus says Acts chapter 13, verse 2 in NIV. It says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting. See, there it is again. It's not just one time it's in the Bible, people. It's all over the Bible. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, oh, isn't that interesting? While worshiping and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. When you set apart a time, a season to fast and to pray, clearer direction from the Lord comes. Because you are putting your body into subjection, your spirit is is thriving, you're praying, you're spending time in the Word of God, and you're hearing divine direction from the Holy Spirit. Amen? Number four, because we've got to close up here, is your heart. Positioning your heart, getting your heart into alignment. Amen? Galatians 2.20 in the New Living Translation says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Joel 2 in the Old Testament, 12 and 13 in NIV says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. The weeping and mourning is because you're cutting out pizza and food. That's part of the fasting. With weeping and mourning, rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. So, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. In other words, fasting and coming into alignment, getting your heart right, getting your heart back into alignment with what God has for your life. Maybe connected to church. I'm so blessed. Maybe it's because we've turned the corner in the new year and some of you maybe said, you know what, forget this. I'm going to church. And you came today. Amen. Or maybe some of you jumped online. You're like, i got to get back into alignment with my spiritual walk with God. I've been all over the map. Sometimes I tune in on Sunday and sometimes I go to the beach on Sunday. Sometimes I binge watch on Sunday and I have forgotten to connect with the Word of God and with church in the house. Now, none of you watching need to know that because you're on right now. Amen. None of you here need to know that because you came right now. So you made a choice to come into alignment spiritually the first Sunday of 2021. Amen? So some of the things that we need to come into alignment with, with these things, with our heart, is with our family. Maybe some of us need to get a refocus even on our finances. We've just kind of been all over the map and we, hey, the government might help you get in alignment right away and pay off that credit card or do the get rid of that debt or whatever you need to do or budget again that you've gotten away from. And so whatever it is in your life, in our life, that needs to maybe come into alignment. And maybe it's all of these. And I'm going to assume that the answer is yes to that because it was crickets when I said that in this room, that all of us need to do all of these. It's our finances, it's our health, it's our eating, it's our addictions, it's, it's our family, it's all these things that we need to come back into alignment with. But I know that 2021, if we set ourselves and our heart right and we refocus and we come into realignment and we align the plane, we align our spine, we align the tires, we align the golf club, that things will turn out at the end of this year better than we began this year because we're focused on heaven, focused on getting into alignment. Amen? Amen. Why don't we stand up, all of us here in the room, and 
we're just going to pray. And I'm going to pray and, and just prophesy and declare over those of you online. I know we're out of time today, but it's very important that we understand that this is a new year. Maybe some of you, this, this whole God thing is a brand new thing. Maybe you're watching online and you're like, I, I've never done this Jesus thing, but I just feel like I need, to, I need to do this. I need to find out because there is so much confusion in the world today. There is so much uneasiness in the world today. There is so much questioning in the world today. Now, our brother who passed away this last week from COVID, I know that he was a follower of Christ, and we and the family can have peace and hope knowing that he's spending eternity in heaven. But how many people don't have that peace? There was actually a funeral here at our church yesterday of a young 19-year-old boy who died. I think it was a car accident or something like that. And we allowed them to use our facility. And we don't know where he might be. You don't know maybe where you might be, but you have to make a decision and a choice to choose Jesus. Well, so how do you know that Jesus is the right one? There's Buddhism, there's all these different religions. How do you know? Because the Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. So it all starts with Jesus. Well, matter, matter of fact, it actually all starts with a heart decision that you need to find the answer. And then as you're seeking, the Bible says, seek and you'll find him. And as you've begun to seek, you'll find out that Jesus did everything and God sent his son so that all of humanity would have a way back to God. The Bible says, for God so loved the world, the world, that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Not physical, but spiritual. We're just in this physical body for a season, a moment in time, a blink of an eye. But we will spend eternity in either heaven or hell, and that choice is in your hands. It's in your heart. It's in your mouth. The Bible says, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you'll be saved. No greater time to start 2021 off in the right way, coming into alignment with our heart, than receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. Well, I just don't know if I want to get into all this religious stuff. No, 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 no. You're not getting into religious stuff. You're getting into a relationship with the creator of everything called God, who wants to talk to you, be there for you. He'll never leave you or forsake you, is what his word says. So I just want to pray right now. For hearts to come into alignment with Jesus. I remember the day I was going to Catholic, you know, church all, all this time. And, and then my parents said, you know, we, there, there needs to be more to God. And they, they began to seek. And I remember the day, it was October 28th, 1980, in the basement of my house in Rushville, Nebraska. That the cowboy preacher came to our house and he prayed the prayer with my mom, my dad, and myself. Because I said, well, I wanted to raise my hand this morning too. And he prayed the salvation prayer. And I pray that today, January 3rd, 2021, is the day that you remember that you gave your heart to Jesus. Standing in this auditorium or watching wherever you are in your living room or in your car or maybe at work listening on your AirPods. That you made a decision for Jesus. So I want everybody just to pray this prayer. The key is that you pray it from your heart. It's not just lip service. It's, it's heart decision. The Bible says that God himself, by his spirit, will come and dwell in you. And all things will be new.
Everybody, let's just pray this prayer. Just say, everybody, out of your heart, just say, Father God, I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I believe your son Jesus went to the cross for me, shed his blood for me. I receive him today as my Lord and my Savior. I thank you, God, for 2021 that I started right with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer online, uh, our campus pastors, our online pastors will uh, chat with you in the chat room. Just say, hey, I prayed that prayer. They'll connect with you. Or you can go on to our website, generationschurch.tv. Email us here at the office. We will get some tools into your hand to be successful. If you're in our audience here and you prayed that prayer in your heart, we want to get some tools into your hand. We have what we call a fresh start kit. Uh, they're back there in the back. They're little green boxes. One of our staff will be there just to get you one of those. It's got a Bible. It's got a devotional. It's kind of got this jump start on how to get going with Jesus. If you're totally clueless to this whole Jesus thing, we want to help you from the very basics. Amen. So uh, let's just give a round of applause for everybody who made a heart decision for Jesus today. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're going to sign off online. We love you guys. Thank you for being here next week. Go get ready for our new series, Test Positive. We'll see everybody next Sunday. God bless you. Amen.